What's going on guys, just another critic here, welcome back to the channel, you already know what it is, we're getting into my week 12 college football predictions, starting with the Georgia Bulldogs taking on the Auburn Tigers, and during the time of this recording, the new college football playoff rankings haven't come out yet, at the time Georgia sitting at 6, Auburn sitting at 11, um, right now, Georgia eight and one, five and one in conference. Auburn seven and two, four and two in conference. In reality, Georgia can lose this game and still find themselves in the SEC championship because of the head-to-head -head win over Florida. Auburn, on the other hand, really just playing for a better a better bowl berth um, and potentially to make it into the NY six. With all that being said, for those of you betting on the game right now, Georgia's sitting at 5-4 against the spread. Auburn, on the other hand, 7-2 against the spread. Number sits at 2.5 in favor of Georgia, and the over-under was at 44 the last time I checked it. Let's quickly jump into statistics, and then we can get into my own personal thoughts on the game. Right now, Georgia averaging 33 points per game, defense allowing 10 points per game. Offense is averaging 232 through the air, 215 on the ground, while the defense allowing 185 through the air and just 74 yards on the ground. Taking a look at Auburn, they're averaging 32 points per game, allowing 17 points per game. Offense is averaging 205 through the air and 219 on the ground. Defense allowing 221 through the air and 112 on the ground. Quickly taking a look at the history of this series. Uh, it's been heavily dominated by Georgia sitting at 7-3 and three in the head-to-head. -head. The last time they played last year in November, Georgia won 27-10. Before that, December of 17, 28-7. And before that was the big-time Auburn win that kind of shocked everyone, 40-17. Uh, and then before that, 13-7. Uh, you guys kind of get the idea. It's, it's typically a low-scoring affair when these two teams meet. And I think it's pretty clear as far as what Georgia wants to do and what they like to do. They like to line up across from you and pound you in the mouth, hit you in the mouth, run the ball. They've got a great stable of running backs, DeAndre Swift, Brian Herrian. We know all the guys, Zamir White. And they've got a great quarterback in the pocket with Jake Fromm. And, but that still just hasn't been able to um, really manifest itself as far as the success that they expected him to have or we expected him to have with these wide receivers. It's something that I've touched on a whole lot throughout the season. I just haven't really seen the chemistry between him and the wide receivers. Though in these past few weeks, he has been getting a, a lot better chemistry uh, and, and something really dangerous going with Lawrence Cager. Cager, one of my favorite wide receivers in the country. Even before he ended up at Georgia, I remember him playing at Miami. He was, he was always a big play threat. Whenever the ball was thrown to him, he was going to go up and catch it. He was an 80-20 guy, not a 50-50 ball guy. Whenever he has someone to challenge him, he's typically going to win those matchups. Overall, this offense is just very slow and methodical. They like, like I talked about, they like to wear you down, break you down, and eventually just win the game. And kind of like a, a prime example of what they like to do is just take a look at that Missouri game, right? The final score was 27-0. Yeah, the score doesn't look very dominant, but they dominated that game for all four quarters. Missouri was never in that game. Looking at the Georgia defense, they're, they're a defense that I've talked highly about already in the past in some of my predictions. Like I talked about, their secondary is, you know, just as good as anyone else in the country. Eric Stokes, J.R. Reed, Richard LeCount, you know, you can name them all. They got the recruits. They got five stars all over the place. Um, they've been playing phenomenal at the defensive front as far as stopping the run. The only thing that I've talked about that, you know, is 
worrisome is that they're really not getting a lot of pass rush. Um, they're not really getting a lot of pressure to the quarterback. Outside of that, which is a, obviously a very important thing, they've done a good job just about in every area on defense, in the secondary, in stopping the run, um, and really limiting big plays. With that said, let's switch gears and take a look at Auburn. Auburn offensively, we kind of have an idea of, of what they like to do and really where their vulnerabilities lie, and that's in their quarterback, Bo Nix, right? They've been running the ball heavily with Cam Martin, Jatarvius Whitlow, as well as Sean Shivers, who I really like. I would like to see more of him on the field. He kind of reminds me of a version of Josh Jacobs from Alabama just a season ago, right? At wide receiver, they've got phenomenal talent in Seth Williams, who's another 80-20 guy who's going to go up and win balls um, that are contested. And they've got Anthony Schwartz, who they run a lot of jet sweeps with him and really try to get him outside of the hashes and let him use his speed, right? He's got legit Olympic speed, so they try to do a lot of uh, sweeps with him to get him into open space. Obviously, the big issue has been Bo Nix, right? He's just been very inaccurate, very hesitant. And he hasn't made really decisive throws. And he's just he's just an indecisive young quarterback. I mean, that's really to sum it up. He's just young. He's still gaining that experience that he needs to become the quarterback that we'd all want to see him be. Um, but right now, he's just kind of hesitant. And he's just, not only is he missing wide open guys, but obviously when you can't hit guys that are wide open, you're going to have trouble throwing to guys in tight windows. So he's having trouble doing both on a consistent basis. And I really thought Joey Gatewood should have given more, should have been given more opportunities in this offense, right? Because what Bo Nix was doing, Joey Gatewood was certainly capable of doing the same thing from my own perspective, right? Obviously, the coaches know more, they have more information, so they can make better decisions. And really, to sum up this team, sadly, they've just been an elite defense with an underperforming offense. And that kind of seems to be the theme whenever Auburn finds a way to put together an elite defense. They can never get good production out of their quarterbacks or from their offense. But obviously, it starts with the QB. As far as the defense goes, I'm not sure there's much to be said that you don't already know. They're phenomenal on the defensive front. Obviously, NFL talent. These guys are going to be probably first rounders. Marlon Davidson, uh, Derek Brown, you know, Nick Cole, uh, Truesdale. They've got they've got solid talent on the defensive front. We already know that their issue or the thing that they've struggled with has been in the secondary. We saw that in the Florida game. Their open field tackling has been poor at times, uh, but they're getting better as the season's gone along and they showed us uh, just how good they can be when they play at their best in that game versus LSU where they held LSU to I believe what was 23 points. So while we've seen them struggle in the secondary, we also know what they look like when they're at their best. And are we going to see that this Saturday versus Georgia? Obviously, we're going to find out. As far as how I see this matchup playing out, I really don't expect Auburn to find a lot of success offensively. I'm, I'm expecting Georgia to limit, him, limit them to very short drives, quick three and outs, which is going to put that defense on their heels. They're going to play a lot of plays this Saturday. And I do expect Georgia and Jake Fromm to find consistent success on their drives. I think they're going to find opportunities to get inside Auburn territory as well as into the red zone. But from what we've seen from Auburn in recent weeks, they've been playing phenomenal red zone defense. And so while I do think they'll find success in getting into Auburn territory, I think they're going to be forced to kick field goals as well as punt on a good amount of their possessions. Um, but overall... 
I believe in the second half, third and fourth quarter, is where we're going to see Georgia slowly take over this game and slowly pull away. This is going to be a game where every first down matters, every kick matters, every field goal matters. It's going to be down to the little details, special teams, field position, punting, and I think Georgia wins it because I believe they're just going to get more production from their offense. And if I have to choose a quarterback to make bigger plays and bigger moments, I'm going to go with Jake Fromm. That's just what he does. He's clutch in big games. Um, but I have Georgia winning this game 20-10. to 10. With all that said, I appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for supporting the channel. If you have any comments or your own opinion or something you want to throw in, throw down a comment in the comment section. Like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, once again, I appreciate your support. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, evening, or night. This is Justin of The Critic signing off. Peace. Yeah, stay prepared for the up and down. Life is like a season.